Today on Bold Steps, Mark Job shows us how to make positive changes that will last a lifetime. Paul is saying, hey, you've been set free, but now I notice that some of you are going back to the things that bound you and you're starting to get entangled again. And so for all those of you that have quit, this is the message for you. So you better take your pen out because I'm going to talk to you about keys to lasting change. And welcome to Bold Steps with Mark Job. Mark is president of Moody Bible Institute and senior pastor of New Life Community Church in Chicago. I'm Wayne Shepherd, and Mark, today we're continuing our study on breaking the grip of a bad habit, getting unstuck spiritually. Now, in this message, you're going to walk us through the keys to making changes that actually last. So many of us have been set free in Christ, but for some reason, we keep falling back into the old ways and we get stuck. You know, we're less than a week into the new year, and I know some of you have really sought to say, I want this year to be different. And this message, I think, will go beyond just a resolution. Mm -hmm. It'll help you understand some of the scriptural keys to actually making some changes that don't last just like a New Year's resolution a month or two, but actually last a long time. This is going to help a great many of us. So let's dive into this powerful message and discover the keys to lasting change. It's not just enough to quit. We got to continue to quit. Uh, You know, for example, for smokers, and I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand if you're a smoker here today, but I read recently that a third of all smokers make a serious attempt to quit each year. So if there's 100 smokers, 33 of them every year say, I'm going to quit this year. This year will be the year. And studies tell us that 80% of those that say they're going to quit are back to smoking within the next 12 months. So there's a lot of people that say, I'm going to quit, and they quit for a short period of time, and then they fall back to it. I remember uh, the story, the news story of a fellow that was in prison, and he had been there for several years, and a group of university law students did some investigation on his case And found out that he shouldn't be in jail. And so the media was there and cameras were rolling as he came out of jail and people hugged him. And it was a major celebration. And then within a few months, he was back in jail. Uh, You see, it's one thing to get out of prison. It's a whole other thing to stay out of prison. It's one thing to say, I've quit. It's another thing to continue to be free six months down the line. And so for all those of you that have quit but have fallen back, this is the message for you. So you better take your pen out and you better take some good notes because I'm going to talk to you about keys to lasting change. On the bright side, let me tell you this, that the longer you go out of your habit, then the greater the success rate of staying out of your habit is. For example, they've also done studies and found that alcoholics who remain sober for five years have a relapse rate of only 10%. That's pretty good. In other words, the longer you stay free, then the greater chances you have of continuing to remain free. So the big question is this, how do we get free and stay free? 
I want you to take your Bibles and turn to Galatians chapter 5. I'm going to read one verse out of Galatians chapter 5, and then I'm going to take you to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23. Paul is writing to the uh, believers in Galatia, and he gives them a real powerful statement that I want to read to you in Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. He says this, it is for freedom that Christ set us free. It is for, it sounds kind of redundant. What does it mean, freedom that Christ set us free? It is for freedom that Christ set us free. Now, what's freedom? Freedom is the ability to walk in liberty without anything mastering your life. It's the ability to do the will of God and to be, follow the will of God with complete liberty. It is for freedom that Christ sets you free. It says, stand firm then, and do not let yourselves be burdened again by the yoke of slavery. Now, he was talking to the Galatian believers who had started out and experienced freedom, but a few months down the road, they were getting entangled again in the very theological things that God had set them free from. He's talking about the law and circumcision and Jewish practices, but this applies to any habit in our life as well. Paul is saying, hey, you've been set free, but now I notice that some of you are going back to the things that bound you, and you're starting to get entangled again. He's saying, hey, wait a second, I thought we fought this battle. I mean, I thought you were free, why are you going back? And that's exactly what we're going to talk about today, and that's what we're going to study. Why do we go back, and how do we stay free? Now take your Bibles and to go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23, because I'm about to answer that question. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23, the Apostle Paul, writing to the Thessalonians, gives us some really powerful insight into this whole concept of walking in freedom. In fact, the final chapter of 1 Thessalonians 5 is really about sort of final instructions. He's talking to them about walking in the will of God, and he has a whole bunch of statements about what they are to do. In verse 16, he says, be joyful always, pray continually. In verse 17, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will in Christ Jesus. Do not put out the Spirit's fire. Do not Treat prophecies with content. Test everything. Hold on to that which is good. Avoid every kind of evil. And in verse 23, he gives this, this powerful, powerful statement that I think is the key to being free and staying free. Listen. May God himself, the God of peace, not the God of worry, not the God of anxiety, not the God of bondage, but the God of peace. You know what peace is? Peace is an inner state of contentment, uh, inner well-being that doesn't, is not affected by our outside circumstances. Now may the God of peace, listen to what he says, sanctify you through and through. Now, when we see that word sanctify, sometimes we're a little confused by 
what that means. Uh, the word sanctify is the same word that we get the word holy from. Now, when I say holy, most of you don't think of yourselves right away, right? I say holy, you don't think, yeah, me. No, you kind of think of sacred things, and you think of paintings of maybe the apostle Peter with a little halo around him, or the Virgin Mary, or I don't know what you think about, but you think about like holy stuff, and you say, I don't fall in that category. I mean, I'm just me. Well, Scripture says that you're holy. Well, Pastor, you mean I'm, I'm like holy? Yeah, holy. In fact, Scripture says that you're saint. If you've been washed by the blood of Jesus Christ and have the Spirit of God living inside of you, then in front of your name, you can put saint. In fact, why don't we try it right now? Let's just say saint, and now say your name. Saint Mark. Well, there's a lot of saints in this place here today. You say, doesn't that sound even a little weird to you to say that? Well, what the Bible says is that you have been sanctified. To be sanctified means that you have been set apart unto God. Not only so that He can fill you, but so that He can use you. It means to be set apart unto God. And each one of us, if you have received the Spirit of Jesus inside of you, you have been set apart for God's purpose and for God's use. So therefore, you are holy. But He describes here how we are set apart. He says, may the God of peace sanctify you through and through. See, I believe that part of our problem is that we're not sanctified all the way through. There's just part of us that are sanctified. And notice what he says. He describes what our whole being is. He says, may your whole... And now he, de now he describes that each of us as persons, we are composed of three things. He says, may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, the one who calls you is faithful, and he will do it. Now, he has just described what every human being, every person in this auditorium is made up of. You are composed as a person of three things. All right, let's say them together. It's right there in the text. Read it. You are composed of body. You are composed of soul and you are composed of spirit, okay? Actually, spirit. some of you were confused because it says spirit, soul, and body. Let's repeat it how it does in the text. We are composed of spirit, soul, and body. You say, well, what are those three things? Well, let me describe them to you for a minute. Let's start with the easy one. Let's start with the body. Okay, when you get up in the morning, and your hair's all disheveled, and your breath is not too good, and you have little circles under your eyes, and you look at yourself in the mirror, voila, that's your body. Some of you'd like to change it, you'd like to fix it, you wish you were a little taller, or you wish you were a little thinner, or you wish your nose was a little different, but that's your body. I mean, your body is the thing that houses who you are. And sometimes we look at our body and we think, that's me. But no, that's just part of you. But what you see, your body experiences the five senses. And, and your body is the housing, that which houses two other important parts of who you are. 
And it houses your spirit. What is your spirit? Your spirit, every single person, every single human being is a spirit being. In fact, you say, well, when do we receive our spirit? Well, you see, you were born with a spirit. In fact, you cannot be a human being without a spirit. In fact, you, you want to even know further than that? You had a spirit when you were inside of your mother's womb. Do you remember the story about Elizabeth encountering Mary? When Mary was pregnant with Jesus and Elizabeth was pregnant with John the baptizer and they saw each other and the Bible says that John the baptizer, this little uh, fetus, this little child inside its mother's womb, it says that he jumped and was filled with the Spirit. He was a baby inside of his mother's womb, but he was filled with the Spirit. Why? Because every human being is a spirit being. In fact, what makes us different than animals is that we have a spirit and our spirit allows us to uh, make contact and communicate with God Almighty. Why? Remember what it says in John chapter 4? God is spirit. Let's say it together. God is spirit. And they that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. listening to Bold Steps, a message from Mark Job titled The Keys to Lasting Change. We will continue the message in a moment, but remember, you can always catch up on these lessons anytime by going to our website, and that's boldstepsradio.org. Now, Mark, here we are wrapping up the very first week of a new year. I think this is a great opportunity to catch our listeners up on some of the exciting new initiatives. It might surprise listeners to know that we reach into prisons with Bold Steps. You know, Wayne, there's so many open doors that God has given us, and one of those that we're excited about is the invitation that we've gotten to broadcast in a closed circuit to inmates at various prisons um, called The Tank, specifically. So if you're listening, a shout-out to the people of The Tank. We actually got some pictures of one of the women's prison, and uh, just... uh, saluting us and just giving us a greeting and so so great to have that ministry and uh, God has also as you know opened up some doors to go to places like Singapore like Malawi like Nigeria and that just continues to grow as we go into this year as well you've been hearing about this for a while but we're rolling it out in the next couple of months is the Bold Steps app which will just give so much access, so many resources. So keep tuned to that. All right. And again, God has opened up doors really to multiply and expand our outreach to so many places. So grateful for our partners and for your prayers of support as well. How do we know we're reaching these areas? Because we're hearing from listeners, and that delights us, doesn't it, to receive letters and emails, even audio messages from listeners in places like Singapore and uh, Malawi and and other places. I want to go back to the prisons for a moment. It's astounding we're getting these letters, and when they write to us, they are deep letters asking, you know, help me as I follow Jesus in this prison. Yeah, you know, Wayne, I I feel the, the passion, the sincerity in these handwritten letters, they're all handwritten when they come from prisons, but it just pulls at my heart because I know that 
Uh, so many people right in prison come from very difficult, traumatic backgrounds, mm-hmm. but God is dealing with their heart and they express over and over how God is using the messages of bold steps to really help them make it through the season. Well, if you would like to find out more about all the different ways God is working through this ministry, just go online to boldstepsradio.org. And when you do visit our website, we want to encourage you to consider joining the team and being part of this international outreach by signing up as a Bold Partner and supporting this ministry with a monthly gift of any amount. Now, if you choose to give a gift of $30 or more each month, you'll qualify for a 50% discount on all Moody Publishers resources, including children's books, devotionals, Bible commentaries, and more, available at moodypublishers.org. You'll also receive a signed copy of Mark's book, Unstuck, Out of Your Cave and Into Your Call, along with an exclusive bi-weekly email from Mark containing inspiring lessons and videos called the Bold Partner Post. So sign up today to become a Bold Partner by visiting boldstepsradio.org. Now, here's Mark again with more to say about the keys to lasting change. Now, some people are confused about this, so let me just bring a little clarity. You are a spirit being. That means from the day you were born, you had a spirit. You were born with a spirit. That little naked baby, you came out crying. From, From the very beginning, you had a body, you had a soul, and you had a spirit. Now, they weren't quite developed. Your body was still a little small. Your soul was not developed, and your spirit was not very developed as well, but you had a spirit. The problem with your spirit is because of the sin nature, all of us are born with, listen to me, all of us are born with a dead spirit. You say a dead spirit? Yeah, a dead spirit. In Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4, it tells us that we were dead in our trespasses and sins. Now, was our body dead? No. Was our soul dead? No. What was dead? It was our spirit that was dead. And when we came to Christ, our spirit was reborn, made alive, resurrected. So this is how it goes. Some of us, you lived, you lived a large portion of your life and your spirit was dead. Now, if you've ever been around like a dead person, you can talk to a dead person, they don't respond. You can wave at a dead person. I know some of you said, no, I saw one once, it twitched. No, it didn't, it didn't respond. You can talk and they don't respond. You can ask and you can shout and you can wave and they don't see and they don't hear and they don't talk. Why? Because they're dead. Well, your spirit is the same way. When you're born, your spirit is dead because of sin, your trespasses and sins. And therefore, although you have a spirit, your spirit is somewhat dead to God. So when God speaks to you, you don't always hear him. You're not sensitive to the things of God. You can't respond to the things of God. But then one day, your spirit is made alive through the born-again experience. And here's what happens. Some of you remember it well. You used to read the Bible and it was just like a book. It's like, I don't get anything out of this. I mean, how could people really read this? But suddenly after you're born again, it's like, wow. I mean, it's come alive. I mean, I read it and it's like, God is talking to me. 
I mean, I've read this before. It didn't make any sense. And now suddenly, whoa, hey, God's talking to me. It makes sense. It's alive. Hey, these words are doing something. After you're born again, you start doing something that you did for 25 years, and now you do it, and suddenly you feel convicted about it. Before you could do it, it didn't bother you. Now you do it, and oh, man, it hurts. Why? Because the Spirit of God is saying, that's not you. Suddenly you hear the voice of God. Before everybody was worshiping, and you, and you used to look around and say, well, these people are strange Raising their hands, closing their eyes, like really getting into this. And I'm just kind of waiting for this song stuff to be over. But now in worship, your heart is actually touched. And you're one of those strange people now. And now you're crying. And now you're sensing the Spirit. And He's speaking to you and your life. Why? Because your spirit has been resurrected inside of you. And your spirit is alive. Well, we're just getting started with this message from Mark Job called The Keys to Lasting Change here on Bold Steps. So make plans to join us for part two on next Monday's program. And you can learn more about Mark and this ministry when you visit us at boldstepsradio.org. On that website, we also encourage you to get connected with us and share your story. We love hearing how these lessons have been applied and the impact that God is making through your bold, faithful teaching. Just click on the tab that says Be Bold Stories and share yours with our growing community. Or now, you can leave us a voicemail testimony. You can call us at 312-329-2011. That's 312-329-2011. And tell us your story. Mark? Yeah, well, Wayne, it's good to have once again in the studio with us right here in the heart of Chicago, Dr. Joe Stoll. By the way, there's a coffee shop in our campus right here called Joe's. Some of the best coffee in Chicago, let Absolutely. me tell you. Here we go. Yeah. By the way, try the Spanish latte next time mm. you're there. They make it fabulous. <laughs> but besides having coffee shops named after him, this man is a man that I really appreciate, appreciate his love for Jesus. And Joe, as, as we enter into this new year, as we start this new year out, You know, there's people that are emotionally drained, Mm. tired, already. They haven't even started this year very much into it, and they're already exhausted. And I wonder if you could speak for a moment to those people that maybe are just feeling like, I don't know if I can handle one more week, one more month. I don't look forward with great joy or faith to this year because I'm just tired. Mm. I think maybe I would just encourage people to get a breath of fresh air. And that breath of fresh air is really the Word of God. When I think of God's Word, He spoke and creation happened. Mm. The universe, everything that's beautiful around us. Uh, He spoke and the sea parted. Mm. He spoke and His Son rose from the grave. So it's the Word of God is that breath of fresh air into our lives. He gives us new perspectives on how to look at that old baggage that we're dragging into this year. He helps us unload it for some better options in our lives. And so I would just say, let's listen to God's Word instead of all the, all the chaos around us that's screaming in our heads. Let God speak to us. And I think that's a real key in a new year to putting the baggage aside and starting over again. I love it. 
You've heard it from Joe Stoll. If you want to start out well, leave the baggage behind. Get to the Word of God. And Wayne, there's a resource we have that can help us do that, right? On a regular basis, makes it easy and simple. Tell them about that. Yes, it's called Strength for the Journey, and it's yours today when you give a gift of any amount to support Bold Steps. Just go online to boldstepsradio.org to make that donation, or send your financial gift in the mail by writing to us at Bold Steps, 820 North LaSalle Boulevard, Chicago, Illinois, 60610. If it's easier or more convenient, you can give and request the book by calling 844-615-7363 or go online to boldstepsradio.org. And I got to try out that coffee real soon. Thank you, Joe. And for a gift of any size from our first-time donors to Bold Steps, you'll receive a thank you email with a link to Mark Job's brand new e-devotional that you can download right onto your phone or tablet for easy reading. That's two devotionals for one gift from any first-time donor. So, if you've never given to Bold Steps before, now is the perfect time to do so. You'll get Dr. Stoll's Strength for the Journey and Dr. Job's 30-day e-devotional Bold Steps with Jesus by giving your gift of any amount today at boldstepsradio.org. Or call us at 844-615-7363. 844-615-7363. And hey, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you can take these daily messages with you and listen wherever you go. Just go to your podcast app and search for Bold Steps with Dr. Mark Job. And if you really appreciate these teachings, why not share them with a friend and leave a five-star review to help us reach more people with the gospel. I'm Wayne Shepherd. Thanks for joining us today. Be sure to come back next week when Mark continues this empowering message called The Keys to Lasting Change. It's coming up Monday on Bold Steps with Mark Job. Bold Steps is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.